and welcome to the MHR podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Alice. Alice, it's 2024. Welcome. We've made it. <laughs> we have indeed. Shall we get the um, we'll get the mandatory office chat out of the way? How was your holidays? You have a good time? Yes, it was lovely. Thank How you. How was your new year? Oh, it was great. How was yours, Andy? It was all right. What did you do? <laughs> uh, kept it quiet this year. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. it good though? You enjoy it? Yeah. Enjoyed yeah. enjoyed the fireworks. Oh yeah. No, Stayed that was up nice. and watched. Did them. you watch? I made it to midnight as well. Oh. That's nice. Um, you happy to be back? Oh yes. Oh yeah. yeah no. Me too. Yeah. Okay then. I'll see you later. All right. Right, nice enough coffee. of that. Right, can we all agree that we don't need to be having these conversations anymore because it's doing my head in. Okay, good. Oh. We're back. It's happening. Yeah. All those things that you forgot about two weeks ago are still going on. Okay, so let's just get back to it. Right. Welcome to another year of the MHL podcast where every week we're going to give you an update on all things world of work, whether that's HR, pay, payroll, finance, learning, analytics, anything you need. We're going to be here every week, right? Indeed, yeah. we are. And there'll be plenty of topics coming up. Some will be current, we'll be reflecting on a few probably from 2023 mm -hmm. that are still reappearing in our 2024 um, and we'll have a couple of interesting producer segments I'm sure yeah, this year. Yeah and hopefully some special guests along the way to give you all the key advice you need about what to expect from the world of work and business. So I suppose it's only right that we kick off this year by making some New Year's resolutions and we look ahead at the predictions of 2024 and what are the main kind of pressing topics that are out there. So in true MHR podcast fashion style. I've got an article Brilliant. that I've been reading this week. Uh, it's actually quite prolific across lots of news outlets, but um, a lot of the research suggests that one of the biggest issues or challenges for HR professionals as we come into 2024 is the topic of staff retention. But it's the same every year, right? It the is. transfer window is. is open. Everyone's yeah. spent Christmas or a bit of winter feeling dark and gloomy and thinking, what else could I be doing? Am I really happy? Should I look elsewhere? Is the grass greener? No, it's not greener. Don't leave. Um, and, what, <laughs> and, and as a result, you usually come back to either a lot of people going, I'm going to hand in my notice, or new year, new me, I want a bit of a change. Yes, right? it is. A period of change, definitely. So a study that was done by Employment Law and HR consulting firm found that retaining staff is HR professionals' most significant challenge for 2024. They okay. found that just over one-third, which is 36% right. of those researched, highlighted that employee retention is their key challenge for the new year and was closely followed by recruiting staff. So 30% oh, shown okay. that actually the recruitment element is the tricky bit. Um, and just over one quarter, 27%, said that the cost of living crisis would be their main obstacle for 2024, which is a lot different from last year. Yeah. Last year, 70% of HR professionals were worried about the cost of living so crisis. That is quite a jump really, isn't it? 70% yeah. down to 27% Yeah, so that. it looks like the general trend, we, we've obviously had a year of talking about the cost of living crisis. We've lived yeah. through it. Yeah. Things People think people think things feel like they're stabilizing but we're going back to that yearly conversation of mm -hmm. new year how am I going to retain my staff but also um, you know how am I going to basically get the best out of them yes um, and also how am I going to get new staff in yeah because it would one doesn't work without the other right unless your exactly. business is shrinking yeah or, or you're you know pushing more resource into the same amount of people right if you lose people you need to bring people yeah. back on the, yeah. the arms race is back we need to get more people in Indeed. so I thought uh what better thing to talk about as we start this year uh, and ask the questions, how can you support retention at the start of the year? And also, mm -hmm. how can you capitalise on new talent coming in? Interesting. So what resolutions, Alice, should we set to support that? Well, taking that on board, I think the New Year's resolutions businesses look at is, right, 
what is the talent we have in the company? Yeah. Um, and I guess the main focus is actually, how can we be adding value? How can we be bringing people together? Again, it's a new year. People are going to be thinking, gosh, we're back again. Yeah. It's, you know, we're all in the office or at home. Yeah. Um, and it's getting people that motivation to come back and start. But you also alluded then to that idea of, oh, there's going to be fresh talent coming in. People yeah. are going to start to look, contemplate moving away. But mm. um, no, I think the main thing to focus on and, and maybe a focus for the first two weeks of this year yeah. coming in um, back to work is how do we keep the staff retention? Okay. So I've had a little look around on a few articles. Okay. Um, I've got a few bullet points and I thought we'll just have a bit of a chit chat and see All what then. what we think of so these. So what you're saying is first two weeks of the year, we need to be doing a few things to make sure we address the retention problem. Yeah. What, what are they, what, and these are what we should be doing, right? This is what every business should do in the first two yeah. weeks or at least look at, right? Yeah, a okay. little bit of focus on what we can be doing. Okay. So the first thing you could look at is the team development. So that's looking at currently whereabouts are your team, what are their maybe their targets, and how can you get them to develop. So you're looking at their careers paths, you're looking at where their passions. Um, they'll have ideas themselves. I'm sure they've done a bit of reflection over the Christmas period or yeah. coming into the new year where they want to see themselves develop. But yeah. as a team, how are you going to develop? I like that. I suppose if you set that out at the start of the year and you all agree on that, you can avoid that. Because let's like, say you can go away over Christmas and be like, okay, I'm really unhappy. I'd love to be doing this. You know, I've, I've had some time on myself and I've thought about it. So instead of me going away and looking at jobs where I could be doing that, I could just bring it into my workplace and go, you know what? Why can't I be doing this? Yeah. And then you can set that career goal path for, what, for the rest of the year, right? Yeah, you and definitely. your manager can start the same page and go, this is where you're going to go this year then. Yeah. Um, having a people platform in place will help that, I guess. Like we use one where we actually set our goals, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, and that's really helpful because it means that both myself, my manager or the people that I manage all have got a single site of like, this is where we want to go. These are the goals we want to achieve. And we will feel like we're growing, not just stagnating yeah, and should yeah. be looking elsewhere. Yeah. And what's nice is something like that where you have a platform that's kept in one central place is you have that benchmarking. Yeah. So you can say, right, right at the beginning, right at January, this yeah. is what I set myself. And then you've got that kind of plan of action mm. and you can have those check-ins, touch points with your manager. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important that it is driven from the manager's perspective. Yeah. Um, employees can hire ideas, but at the end of the day, the manager's there, they can motivate, they can provide resources. Yeah. Um, they would have had you know, the conversation with multiple other employees. So they'll have ideas about where, where else everyone's wanting to develop. And if there's mm. common themes, you can bring it together, I guess, can't you, and that sort of thing. I suppose making sure you have something that captures your people data is integral to that as well, right? Because what you don't yeah. want to do is start every year as a fresh, going, right, okay, guys, what are we going to do? Or yeah. what's our plan? Or how are we feeling? So actually, no, we actually looked. You know, we can see the times you were off ill. We yeah. can see the times you weren't very happy. We can see the bits where you were performing. We can see the bit in your personal development where you've added all these skills. Did you know you've added all these skills that we've captured that have identified you might be suitable for this type of role? Or we can put you down this development path because you've recorded it along the way. We've got data about that. Not going, where yeah. do you want to go? Let's pick it up from the start of the new year. We can be informed by our people data. Yeah, definitely. You made a good point there, actually, about um, learning something new and people wanting to um, develop in their roles. So another point I have here is learning development. Okay. So that can be another key focus um, with how to support retention um, in your business. So with learning development, um, there will be platforms that can help support um, a bit of a plan with um, how you can get learning across to your team. Obviously different modes, you've got media, you can have in person. Um, but at the end of the day, the ultimate goal of learning development is you're getting your team and you're leveling them up. Yeah. You're showing that you do care, that you do want them to develop. And 
in the eyes of the employees that they're, they're giving that attention, that they are strengthening in their role yeah. um, and they are going to grow stronger in it. Yeah, okay. So you're eliminating the excuse of moving because you don't feel like you're getting the growth opportunity. So no, no, the best place to grow is with us, right? Yeah, Because definitely. we know you, we know what path you're on, you know what skills you've got. Don't go out somewhere else for a new opportunity. Make your opportunity with us because we know what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So the third thing, um, and this one I think we do speak a lot about, and it's quite a broad topic, but better communication. Mm. Um, so I think you're probably thinking the same as me, but better communication between manager and employee. Mm. Having open conversations, we spoke about check-ins. Um, but what do you think about that idea of, of communicating better or having an open conversation? Well, it's really, really broad, but I think it's about doing it, right? Because like, a lot of people think, oh, we'll do this and this and this. But actually, sometimes people underestimate the power of actually going, sitting down at the start of the end going, let's make sure we're on the same page. Yeah. Let's make sure in your first week, we literally sit down and chat about where you want to go this year. Let's write that down. Let's record it as a goal. Yeah. Let's give you the confidence to know that I care, I've asked for about it, and we're building a plan together. Because otherwise, you don't feel like I'm invested in you. So it's mm -hmm. very easy to ping out a little, little message going, oh, well done this year, you did great. Or, you know, looking forward to starting this year. No, 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 let's sit down. Where do you want to go? How are you feeling after the break? Can I talk to you about all the opportunities we have? Can I talk to you about where we want to go with our people? Can I talk to you about all the skills or what I want you to do? Can we make sure at the very start of the year we're setting objectives that we mutually agree on, a yeah. path that we mutually agree on, yes. and give you the confidence and comfort to know you're on a plan, you're not just winging it and feel lost? Completely. Yeah. I mean, you, you've basically pointed to that one idea of don't assume. Don't yeah. assume that your team's happy, that they know what they want to do when they come back or know what they're doing when they come back. They'll be looking for you for guidance, yes. right? Yeah. So it's actually about going, you know, I've thought about it too. Let's make, because I think it's reassuring when you feel lost or at sea at a job. Yeah. It's because you're like, well, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what my objectives are. I'm kind of just, and that insecurity makes you feel like you're underperforming, which means you start panicking, which means you start hiding, which means you start looking for other jobs because you don't want it to come back on you. If, yes. you, if as a manager, you can assert that we're all on the same page do we get it we know what we want to do we're really happy with it it's for an employee it's like ah good yeah i've got a safety net around yeah me. being a bit of a beacon isn't it i don't yeah. know if that's the right term a beacon in the team why not? <laughs> why not so then the final thing um and i think to some extent the one of the most important actually in in keeping motivation there but it's recognition yeah it's recognizing um, your colleagues um, and even, I guess you could look at customers, you could look at your suppliers, recognizing yeah. them for the work that they've done the previous year mm. and continuing to recognize them throughout the whole year, not just right at the end when you know the figures have been met or certain um, conversations have happened. I think it's really important that recognitions is something that's continuously rolling. Yeah. Um, it is motivational. IMHL, we do have a software that we can recognise people and it's yeah. broadcast across the whole business. Yeah. And I think it's really nice. It, it's something yeah. subtle to some extent. It's just a post, but the feeling you get, it can be really nice. But also, like, when you do your job day in and day out and you do all these things that you take for granted because it's like, this is my job, this is what I just need to do, you forget that for, to other people this is really impressive or they don't understand it or they don't understand that these things are done. Yeah. So... I also think that employees should be encouraged to recognize themselves or recognize the other things because no one else is going to shout about what you've done. No one else cares because yeah. everyone else is looking at what they want to do. Yeah. Right? 
But sometimes recognizing something or something that someone's worked with you is the only way that makes people realize what they've done is important or how other people become aware of that work even happening. Yeah. So recognitions should be utilized more. It yeah. shouldn't be a reward. It should be a constant stream of this is working and we should be aware of this and let's congratulate everyone on how they're doing on it. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, looping back to that staff retention, mm. it's keeping people that they are being um, noticed for the work they're doing like you say that the yeah. good work that's happening within the business yeah. is being recognized and across yeah. all levels as well I think that's what's important yeah. it's not kept within the team it's shared across yeah. the whole business the different departments yeah. um, and it helps create that awareness so I think at that point you're building more of a community aren't you within the business yeah I think from a management point of view for a HR manager or if, or if you're a managing any team actually at any level some of the best things to hear aren't um you acknowledging a recognition from someone that works for you but yeah. is hearing from someone that your person works with how great it is to work with them and that if you am like oh great so i don't see that i don't see what you do day in and day out and manage you but it's great to hear from people you work with how great it's been yeah that's like the biggest internal reward right is showing that someone is like i've got no incentive in saying this it doesn't give me a bonus it doesn't help me anything i just want to acknowledge working with you makes my life easier yeah like, that's brilliant yeah, I would yeah. say so. So if I was to say to you in three words, sum up how the HR managers can retain their staff in the mm. first month of 2024, yeah. what three words could you go for? Uh, development. Yep. Both personal and learning. Um, communication and recognition. That's Brilliant. it. All things, I think, we, we know a lot about at MHR, right? Yeah. Um, I also think they're topics that are covered as well in our 2024 predictions guide, which you can see on the MHR Global website, right? Mm -hmm. So if you do want to find out more about what we do, because we're going to be here every week telling you we about are. all of these topics. We'll probably yeah. talk about development a lot more. We'll talk about recognition yeah. and communication a lot more across the year. Lots of HR issues, lots of payroll, payroll issues. Um, go onto the MHRglobal.com website. Check out our predictions guide for 2024. Check out People First, which does a load of services that supports recognition, employee retention, and engagement. Brilliant. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, Alice, that's given us a really nice summary of like where to start. Because I think as well, it, to me, it, it all links into morale, right? And yep. productivity and getting Definitely. the most out of your people, right? You're either going to have people that are coming in feeling sluggish, like, where do I start? Oh, I'm in a bit of a brain fog. How do I get started? Or you're going to have people who feel like they're checking out. So either way, you're going to have to come into the air going, right, how do we kickstart? How do we feel excited about our work? Yeah. How do we feel glad to be here? How Indeed. do we use that energy to be productive and feel like we're actually doing something and get out of that slog of the end of year grind? It's not that. It's a fresh start. Let's feel excited. Very motivational. Isn't it? <laughs> I feel like you've just summed up every manager's yeah. entry speech there into their meetings. Also, just to recognise, okay, we're talking about a lot of work that has closed down over the holiday period. Mm. A lot of industries don't. It's if you're, true. If yeah. you're working in hospitality, you're working in retail, we see you. We know you've had a whole barrel of different issues across the Christmas period yeah. in terms of managing staff time, in terms of retention there, in terms of development opportunities, in terms of how you can retain all of those staff you've probably acquired during the October, November, December period. So, um, yeah, do check in. If you haven't already, listen to our end of the year podcast from last year because we do talk about a lot of Christmas recruiting problems and how hospitality and retail have dealt with those. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, time for the producer segment. Okay, drum roll. We have our first producer segment of the year. Do indeed. So, lovely Lee, our producer Lee, has sent okay. through into the inbox. So, we are going to discuss 
bad reasons for parting ways with your current employer. Oh, okay. So if a lot of you have left, these are the ones that are given, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what, what are the reasons? So we have reason number one is job envy. So I'm leaving because I... Why? I, job envy, I'm thinking, is more like you're looking grass is greener on the other side. Ah, right. Yeah, I'd rather have that job. Yeah. Okay. Fair oh, enough. look what they're doing. Oh, they're traveling the world. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is. Like, okay. All right, then. What's the next one? Um, boredom. Okay. that's So you shouldn't leave a job because you're bored. You should talk to your manager because you're bored because you don't know what you're doing, right? Because you'll only be bored at another job if you don't know what it is. I, I feel like boredom is a bad reason to leave a job. I think that's a solid one, isn't it, really? Yeah. And like, also, you don't hire someone because they said, well, I was just really bored at my last job. Well, that shows you've got no drive. You're not creating your own issues or problems. Sure, or it really you does. Resolve, yeah, you know? it really, really does. Mm. So another bad reason for parting ways is disliking co-workers. Happens a lot, though, I bet, because the social element of work is really tough, right? If you feel like you don't like the people you work with, you are going to leave. But it doesn't necessarily a healthy career move choice, is it? No, it doesn't show any development. No, it doesn't really. show any... Like, also, you don't have to like the people you work with. Thank goodness, because most people don't like me. But you have to understand how to manage stakeholders, right? They're not your mates, they're stakeholders. Yes, yeah. So you don't have to like them, you just know how, how to manage with them. So yeah. disliking isn't a great reason, is it? No, definitely not one you could put down on a form anyway. Yeah. So how about having a bad day or a bad week? Ooh, I mean... But the, I feel like that's a... If you're leaving a job because you've had a bad day or a week, that's a very impulsive move, isn't it? Yeah. Like you need a long... You need a long period of, like, upset or dissatisfaction for you to want to leave. So I would be wary about hiring someone who said, oh, you know, it's just been a bad week. I'm like, oh, oh, good. Well, I'm looking forward <laughs> to you having a bad week with us where you decide you just don't want to stick with it again. It doesn't show a lot of resilience, does it? No. I think it could be probably quite a rational action yeah. to take. If you're having a bad day, bad week, you know, everyone yeah. everyone has them. Yeah. Um, but to decide to part ways with your work, it is quite a radical action to take. Maybe but so. again falls under the category I think of bad reasons yeah definitely so how do you feel about job envy boredom disliking co-workers or a bad week at work I think it c if you if you put them all together you get in a strong case but I think individually <laughs> all of those are bad reasons and I think actually there's a bigger picture at play here you've got to look at your management your communication yeah. you've got to look at actually how motivated those people are and are they on the clear path so they can feel like they're managing themselves because clearly these people aren't indeed there you go. let's hope none of them are in your business <laughs> um, so yeah that's it then this week um, hopefully you've enjoyed it we've enjoyed coming back for a new year fresh start I feel motivated yep ready to roll into it all I'm not convinced you are <laughs> um, clicking we'll, my brain yeah. but we'll be back next week with some more topics we hope to see you every week of this year with more news about HR payroll finance I've been Andy and I'm Alice cheers bye bye